Welcome, welcome, welcome again. We're going to continue this week in a part two of a message we began a fortnight ago. Uh, it's, it was entitled, Let's Go to Vegas. And if you haven't watched that message, please go back and watch it. It's going to really uh, share some key areas that will help us improve how we walk our journey with God. Today we're going to continue on that and I'm going to be uh, looking at part two and we're going to really be talking about perfect love. Because if we don't understand what perfect love is, we're always going to be falling short of our mental, emotional and spiritual state. We entitle message, let's go to Vegas. And some of you may have been to Vegas and you will be able to corroborate these different names that um, are given to Las Vegas. But of course, we are talking about the vagal nerve, which is spelled V-A-G-U-S, as opposed to Las Vegas, which is V-A-G-A-S. But I want to read the names of the, the, given to Las Vegas because there's a strong correlation between the Vegas nerve and what happens here in Las Vegas itself. Now, the original name Las Vegas is a Spanish uh, word uh, meaning the meadows. But what happens there is all about what impacts you emotionally, mentally. It's this, 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 this great filling and infusion of the senses. And it's given a name Sin City because people go there and do all kinds of hedonistic things. And the city of sin lost wages. People gamble. You know, we, we've all have heard of that. Uh, the entertainment capital of the world, the marriage capital of the world. We see it portrayed so many times. People just get this compulsion. Let's go get married. And they get married in Vegas. And the divorce capital of America gambling capital of the world, the neon capital of the world, all the bright lights, the city of lights, it goes on to say, the city of second chances, the city that never sleeps, it just goes, keeps going, you know, uh, so but hot Vegas, Disneyland for adults, because it's all very geared around adult pleasure. The Guilty Gulch or Gluttony Central, Skin City, and so on, it's really everything that impacts you emotionally, the infusion of the mind. And, and so it's got so many uh, attractive things that you can have an amazingly fun time. All of these activities are actually impacting the vagus nerve. And let's, let's look at what that really is while we recap that. So the vagus nerve is the longest nerve in your body. It connects your brain to many important organs throughout the body, including the gut, intestine, stomach, heart, and lungs. And uh, if we understand, as we expressed in our previous message, that you see the vagus nerve influences your breathing, your digestive system, your heart rate, all of which can have a huge impact on your mental health. It's really important for us to understand that because we are flesh and blood, but we are spiritually designed. And God understands all of this. And therefore, if we begin to use his wisdom, we can live our lives so that our systems are infused with the fullness of God, infused with the wisdom of God. It goes on to here, I'm explaining, but what we really need to pay special attention to is the tone of your vagus nerve. And the vagal tone 
is actually the tone that relates to the elastic tension of the nerve. In other words, what happens, it's almost like the, 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 when it's traumatized, it becomes, your, 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 your system becomes tense. It becomes very, it loses its elasticity. So you'll find obviously that's where you get this, what we call a knot in your stomach. Have you ever felt that? Something has happened, you've got this, you're nervous, there's a knot in your stomach. Again, it's, you can, it's tension within an artery or the nerve. And so when we look at what God has given to us, he's given us so many different things. And again, as I said, if you listen to that first message as to how we can flow and infuse and, and help inspire the quality and tonal value of our vagus nerve. It's all biblical. And God understands that. But it's really important to know that God is not simply just giving us ideas. Everything he's sharing with us is through perfect love. Now, whether you like it or not, we all need to be loved. We all need somebody to care for us. From the moment a child is born, its eyes are seeking for a reaction, a validation to say, you're here, you're not alone. And so when God has poured his love out to us, his perfect love, the instant thing he's telling us, you are not alone. He says, behold, I am with you and I'll go with you even to the ends of the earth. And so I want us to really explore today what it means about God's perfect love. Because perfect love, the Bible tells us, it casts out all fear. The law of the Lord is perfect, and we'll come to that as the final point of this message today, um, so, but, it, but it's, it's the law of love. Fulfilling the law through love, we are instructed in Romans 13, verse 8 to 10. He says, Oh, no one anything except to love each other. You can tell the person next to you says, You owe me something. You owe me some love. You see, God has poured his love in our hearts. Our responsibility is to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. For the commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment. This is verse 9 of Romans 13. It says, any other commandment are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. You see, love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. And so this is what God is telling us, that his perfect love has been poured out in our hearts. And so when we understand and receive that, we believe it. Because you see, it's very important to understand that what you believe impacts your vagus nerve. Because it's what sends that wave through the body as whether you're joyful, you're happy, you are excited, or you're depressed, or, or, or being put through trauma. And so God is telling us here in John, 1 John 4, verse 17 to 19, this is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. So he's telling us that we have been made perfect like Jesus. And in so doing, we can now understand the perfection is because we no longer are in debt. We don't owe God 
anything because our debt has been paid. We've been bought back through the death and resurrection of Jesus and made perfect in him, so we are no longer guilty. So no matter what happens, he's telling us that we are perfect in him. It is the equivalent of literally having everything you need in order. It's perfect. You simply now have to work it out of yourself. And you, I know for those of you who are here, you remember the message we talked about working out what is in you. In other words, God has already placed perfection in you, his perfection. And the journey is taking us on now is through his love. We manifest that perfection to one another. That's why uh, 1 Corinthians 13 tells and teaches us about this love and all the aspects of that. It's perfect love. Because there is no fear in love. So if you are being fearful, then there is not enough love there because we're assuming that, you know, love is simply just, you know, uh, 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 an expression or something that you know, I'm in love with you or not. It's, it's, it's everything that says, I care for you. You're not alone. I'm here with you. You're going to be okay. Everything that you require, I'm going to provide. I'm going to make a way for you. When you believe that, it says here that there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. It doesn't say that fear won't come. But when you rest in the perfect love, it drives the fear out because fear has to do with punishment. And that's why you'll get a, you know, somebody can scare you, you think, oh, you know, and, and, and you get really nervous and, and, and anxious, you know, and you begin to panic, you know, or your heart beats faster because all these things impact the vagus nerve. He says, the one who fears is not made perfect in love. Now, I love this version. This is the complete Jewish Bible. It reads like this. Verse 17 of the same chapter. Here is how love has been brought to maturity with us. As the Messiah is, so are we in the world. This gives us confidence. Can I say that word again? Confidence for the day of judgment. We don't have to worry about that. There is no fear in love. On the contrary, love that has achieved its goal gets rid of fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The person who keeps fearing has not brought, been brought to maturity in regard to love. Now, it's not a criticism. But you see, when you have confidence in the God you serve, we've got so many examples in the Bible, the three Hebrew boys in the, in, in, in the fire in, in, uh, that they were being punished. And it was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they were thrown into prison because they were not fulfilling the king's law. And they were supposed to be burnt to death. In the middle of the fire, there was no fear because they believe the God they serve. And this is what they said, even if God doesn't deliver us, we're not going to succumb to what they're asking of us. In other words, when you truly believe in the perfect love of God, it will drive out your fear. So often in those moments of fear, you have the right to say, Lord, now fill me with your love. Let me know you're here. Infuse me with that goodness, that, that, that overwhelming presence that lets me know you are with me. And in so doing, it drives out fear. We ourselves love now because he loved us. You see, God has poured his love in our hearts. Romans 5, verse 1 to 5 tells us here this, that he's, we've been justified by faith. Because faith 
works through love. In other words, we come to God because we believe his word. He's poured his love in our hearts. We love him. We love him because what he then says is true. We trust him and therefore he drives out all fear. It goes on to tell us that we are being justified. We're no longer guilty, no longer having to walk under condemnation, but through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand and we boast in the hope of glory. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings. Now, what it means is when you truly are maturing in the love of God, when you go through trials, you can do it with a level of confidence. Look at what it says here. It says, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that the suffering produces perseverance. I know something's going to be worked out through this. Verse four, it goes on to say, Perseverance develops character and character hope. In other words, what hope does, it believes all things, trusts all things. And it goes on to say that hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. So it lets you know because you are understanding the love of God that the Holy Spirit is with you. You are not alone. And when you know that you're not alone, that the King of glory, the God of all, is sharing his goodness, his presence with you, you learn to trust him. You learn to know, God, I can go through this challenge because you are with me. Because you know what, God? You are going to make this work for my good. Hallelujah. You see, the law of the law, the Lord, is fulfilled through love. Mark 12, verse 30, 31. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second commandment, the Bible tells us, the second, this, you shall love your neighbor as you love yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So God is letting us know that when we love him and we love with his perfect love, that it drives out fear because we know that he's with us, that everything we need he has, and that whatever I'm going through, he's going to make it work for my good. And so in so doing, we learn to trust and walk with confidence. And so our mind, what we're believing now is positive. We're not believing something negative that's going to impact our heart rate in a negative way, that's going to keep us thinking and worrying. That's why the Bible says then be anxious for nothing. So when you begin to understand that, you then can combine all the things we have shared in the first part of this message with the understanding that those things are contingent on this perfect love of God, that we can then move forward and trust him that no matter what journey I'm on, no matter what I'm experiencing, that the Lord my God is with me. Hallelujah. I love this passage. Romans 13 verse 8 and 10. We're talking here about fulfilling this law of love. Verse 8, owe no one anything except to love each other. I love that. You owe me some love. That's what God has placed in our hearts and he's given it to you so you can't say you haven't got any because he says it's poured his love in your heart. You owe me some love. In other words, it's love that I need to know that I'm not alone, that I'm part of a body together. This is part of what we described in the first passage, that sometimes when you're feeling you're going through stress, get together with a group of people who are perfected in the love of God and receive some love. Because perfect love will cast out that fear. 
He says, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law, verse 9, for the commandment, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not commit. And any other commandments are summed up in this word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And in so doing, you fulfill the law of the Lord. I love what David says in Psalms 19, 7 and 10. He says, the law of the Lord is perfect, perfect love. Making, he says here, converting the soul. So when God comes into your heart, he pours his love in your heart, he converts your soul. You become like Jesus, perfected in him. So you can actually look at yourself and you need to do that every day and say, you know what, I'm perfect. I'm perfect in Christ. Now I've got to work out that perfection. And in so doing, you begin to understand, hold on a minute, I've got everything I need. Remember we went through the, the, the branches we talked about in John 15? You've got everything you need. You simply have to allow it to manifest through you. And so this perfect love tells us here, David says, he said, the Lord, the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. In other words, you can expound, you can declare, you can talk, you can speak with confidence because it's the testimony of the Lord. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. Hey, here we go, impacting the vagus nerve when impacts the heart, the mind, the mental state. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. So of course, what would perhaps be lusting after the incorrect, things becomes now a desire that the eyes feel open, the mind is inspired through the goodness of God. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yes, than much fine gold, sweeter also than the honey and the honeycomb. I love this perfect love of God because his law will always allow your vagal tone to be nice and lucid, nice and free, that those knots, those, those, those anxiety moments will become less as you begin to now dwell in the perfect love of God. And as you understand now, now I, I need us to grasp this. Because you see, the way God loves you is through me. Yes. It means we, as the body of Christ, have to love one another because in so doing, we are loving through God's love. We are becoming part of his communication, part of his giving to us. That's why 1 John 4 says, Beloved, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone that loves knows God. If you don't love, you don't know God, for God is love. And it tells us that, he says, how can you say you love God without loving your brother? The way I am loved by God is through you. And the more we understand that, that's why you owe me some love, because God has given you some love to give to me. I wonder who is waiting on your love today. I wonder who is waiting to be encouraged by you, inspired by you, whether it's a word, whether it's a gift, whether it's any kind of expression that says God loves you. Because the perfect love of God casts out all fear. Sometimes you're going through traumatic things. People have gone through traumatic things, some of you, and you can't seem to shake it. You need to be embraced more with love. You need to fellowship more and allow the love of God to minister to you. And like 
Las Vegas. You can hit the jackpot. You can find actually that you're on the, the most exciting adventure of your life. Because where two or three come together, in his name, God shows up. And in his presence, there is the fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. You see, we are on a journey to understand how we truly represent God. My joy will be complete when I connect and I fellowship with you. We need to connect, bind ourselves together, understand that God is making of us one body. But we've got to love with his perfect love. And as I said, you owe me some love. I owe you some love. Because God has given me love to share, love to give. And in so doing, when we begin to manifest and walk in that perfect love, all fear goes because now you trust me. Now I can be myself around you. Now I can begin to thrive. I can be inspired. I can step out with confidence. And you know why? Because I know that I'm never alone. I want us to understand that if we can come together and function the way God expects the body to function. Not only we will be manifesting as sons, we will transition into the bridal status where now we are creating, we're, 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 we're giving birth to so many things. We've got this intimacy because that's where we're, 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 what we're going after. This whole process of growing up and manifesting God is all about getting to the place of ultimate intimacy where in his presence we see the miraculous. In his presence we on a continuous basis see the fulfillment of joy and we watch the kingdom of heaven come to earth. Perfect love. Feeling afraid. Feeling overwhelmed. Perfect love will take care of all of that. Perfect love will help you sleep at night. So let us now begin to release to each other this perfect love of God. And, and we're on a journey to know by heart 1 Corinthians 13. So that we can fulfill what this perfect love is. And in so doing we transform our community, our surroundings. Because people now will feel the impact of God's perfect love. And yes... That Vegas tone will be so fluid, you'll feel the joy, you'll feel the ease, you'll be able to sing a new song, you'll be able to meditate, you'll be able to clear your mind from all that's bogging you down. Why? Because you understand God's divine process that through his love, he will get cast out all the things that are counterproductive and give you an ability to flow in love, that you will rejoice in trial. Why? Because you know good is coming out of it. May God encourage you today. May his grace flow in you and may you find that, that, that the tension that you're experiencing, whatever part of the body, that your vagal tone begins to find some ease. And then emotionally and mentally you begin to say, God, you know what? Yes, Lord. I'm going to feel the freedom. I'm beginning to flow. I'm beginning to feel that I don't have to stay in this place of trauma. Because all things you're going to make work for my good. Because you'll keep me in perfect peace. Because my mind will be stayed on you. I meditated on your word. 
and I found God, freedom. I found peace, perfect peace that comes from perfect love. If you don't know this Jesus today, you're missing out. You're missing out on the perfect expression that allows you to be justified by faith and to have peace with God. You simply have to invite him into your heart and say, actually, God, I, I want this. I want my vagal tone to be anointed, blessed, administered to by the Creator himself. And so in my trials, I will be able to find that I'm seated at the table in the presence of my enemies. That God is anointing my head with oil and that my cup is running over. You simply have to just say yes. The Savior who will forgive your sins. That you repent and allow him to transform your life. And we're on a journey that our minds, our hearts, our bodies, our health is going to be divinely inspired. That we're going to be a community filled with the wisdom of God, that we live with his wisdom. And like David describes, the law of the Lord is more to be desired than gold. That it's sweeter than the honey. That his perfect love will cast out all fear. And you can go on that amazing adventure. You can go after that business. You can go after that job. You can go after whatever it is and take down giants because there is no fear in love. God bless you today. Let's go to Vegas with perfect love.